Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice, and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello and welcome. Yes, I am creating multiple podcast episodes out here in Colorado um, because I had told myself, I was like, okay, I'm going to create two or three, it depends, um, episodes out here just because, you know, I don't know, not even going to explain myself because that's what I felt on my heart and I've learned to trust that. And so, yes, you're hearing the beautiful nature sounds in the background in all of its glorious beauty. And I want to share a little bit about just being out here in something that you know, if you want different, it requires you to do different in life. And if you know me, you hear me saying this saying a lot, and it is not the most comforting saying. I mean, it sounds like a great saying. Well, if you want different, then do different. Like, okay. However, when it comes down to actually doing that, it can feel overwhelming at times. And so today I'm going to talk a little bit about being hyper and going from hyper-independent to being an independent woman and how that can show up in your life, how that can look, and just like kind of my journey in all of that. Because if you know me, and most people have like labeled me this way, and I used to like thrive off of this, it's like, oh, I'm the strong independent woman. And while you and I, like God created us all to be independent, but dependent, because we are created to connect and to be in relationships. And that's the number one reason why there are so many health issues happening in everybody's life right now. And I know unpopular opinion, however, I'm going to say it is because us humans are created to be nurtured and nourished and to be in connection with other humans. And there's this like whole thing of like, oh, if you can do things by yourself, then you're amazing. No, no, <laughs> no. Nah. Not today, not today. I know, like, I don't thrive off of asking people to help me. Trust me. This has been like one of my biggest painful journeys of growth. Like, I still sometimes just want to spit nails and regurgitate and like run. And it makes my whole heart feel like it's palpitating across the floor. And I feel like I could be sick because. I have always thrived off doing things by myself. In fact, if I didn't need anybody, then now I just had a whole ego boost of, oh, watch me. I can do this by myself. I don't need nobody. But what that also got me in life was not having those people in my life that were there at the drop of a hat to help me. Because 
what I was doing was I was showing people, I don't need you. And I also created hurt in my life by doing that because we all desire to feel needed in our life. Like I love when somebody needs me. I love when people ask me to do something or they're like, I want you to be a part of this. Yet I wasn't showing up to do that myself. I was what you would call hyper independent. What is hyper independent is when you don't feel safe to allow others into your life with you. It's when you don't feel safe to express your needs, desires, or wants. It's when you don't feel safe as the woman to express your heart. And I had this, like, I've been on this journey of being stripped from the hyper independent woman, which has not felt good at all, because what that is doing actually is creating a complete identity shift in my life, which created an identity crisis. Cause it was like everything that I had always done the way that I had done things in my life, all of a sudden was like, God was like, yeah, no, I don't want you to do it that anymore. That is not, that is not the best for you. And I would like I really need you to come over here because the things that you're praying for, the way that that's going to come into your life is by you opening your heart. It's like, excuse me, but this has worked for me my whole life. Oh, well, has this worked for you your whole life? Because why are you desiring something different than what you've had in your past? Because something that we get to be aware of is like, for example, our ego, which stands for edging God out, loves to prove itself right. Did you know that humans love to prove themselves right, even if it's in pain? How many times have you told yourself, like you, for example, I'll give you, I'll give you an example of myself, which I, vulnerability is just not my, it's just not my, my, it just ain't my thing. <laughs> However, if I have, this used to be a big one for me. And I still have to work on it. Like if I ask a man to help me with something, this even will trickle down to my son and he does not do it or he doesn't do it in the time frame that I feel like he could get it done. I'll give you a short example of a recent thing. Then I will be like, <laughs> See, told you so. I knew I couldn't depend on anybody. I knew I'm better off asking than asking anybody to help me. All that is doing is validating a belief that I've had. Is that belief healthy? No, it is not. Is it serving me? No, but it's a belief that I've had in myself since I was a little child. And so every time my mind can be validated and justified in that way, then it's kind of like, I'm right. Because let's just be raw and real. We all love to be right. None of us love to sit here and be like, yeah, I was wrong for that. I mean, I will be the first to admit <clears throat> when I'm wrong about something, because I know like my own shit needs to be <laughs> dealt with. But for example, my middle one recently graduated and she had wanted her brother to get pallets for what she was doing in her graduation party. She had asked him weeks prior. I wasn't even, this was an important lesson God was teaching me. And when she asked him in my mind, I was like, oh, mama, mama. I didn't say anything because as a mother, you know, it, it's important for you to step back and let your kids figure things out. And when she asked him, I thought, oh, mama, mama, he, yep, he ain't going to do it. And this is going to derail. Um, I didn't mean to think that. Like, I just... 
like my smart ass self was like, yeah, mm, I already know how this is going to go. Didn't say anything, proceeded with life. Like the week of her graduation party, he comes forward and he's like, um, you can take my truck tomorrow. I didn't, uh, I drove around to see where there's pallets and you can get some at this place and this place, but I'm working and I, they're not going to be open. So you can take my truck and go get them. I was like, no, you didn't. No, you did not. Like your sister asked you to do one thing. And just like I knew in my head, you weren't going to follow through because you were going to wait till last minute to do this. And then you were going to ask her to finish the one task that she asked you to do. And of course she got upset. And of course she went off on him. And what did I do? But I waited until the whole argument was over. And then a little bit later, then I stood there and I'm like, <laughs> and then I said, I'll take care of it. And in my heart, like in my spirit, I felt God say, don't do this. But what did I do? No, I wanted to prove myself right because this is always where I've thrived in life, just getting shit done, making it happen, and then stepping back and being like, yep, I did that. Why? Like, why is that so satisfying? Because it validated something, a belief system that I've had in myself because I would have rather not depended on anybody than bring any, because it felt too painful. It put me in a vulnerable position. I felt vulnerable to ask somebody to do something for me because it was a worthy issue that I had. Because when I was a little girl, I connected my worth to how I performed. And I connected my worth to if I asked for something and somebody didn't des <clears throat> didn't desire to make it happen, then I wasn't worthy enough in that person's life. That was the belief system. That was the root of the belief system that I had. And because my mother was hypercritical and my father was emotionally unavailable, I trained myself like to the highest level to not ask for help. Like I would have rather like gone to the highest level that I needed to, to protect myself because there was times as a child that I asked for help or asked for something and I either got criticized or I, it just never happened. So in my mind, I was like, I'm not worthy of having people come in and help me. So that was the driving factor of the choices, all the choices that I was making in my life. And when you combine the hypercritical from your mother and you combine the emotionally unavailable father, what that does is it creates the fem in the feminine, she will not feel safe to communicate with the masculine what she needs, wants, or desires. So going back to this whole story of the pallets, what I did was I took care of it. And in less than 12 hours later, things were happening and pallets were coming in and I had solved the problem. And while my ego was like, see, I told you I can make shit happen. Watch this. Leave it to me. I have this. But on the flip side of it. <laughs> what happened was God dealt with my heart. And he was like, you, you don't give the masculine an opportunity what the masculine wants to do. What the, the way that I would have liked for you to handle this was to go back and ask your son, 
Could you please make this happen for your sister? Thank you. But what did I do? I created my own pain and I validated myself in a place of a belief system that was not serving me. That was over and over showing me that I am better off doing things by myself. So I am currently in boot camp of allowing the masculine to be masculine and asking for help, even sometimes at times where I really don't feel like I need help. I mean, hello, I have done it by myself for so long. Why would I want to start asking for help now? Why would I want to put myself in such a vulnerable position? Why would I want to open myself up to possibly hearing a man say, no, I don't want to do that. Or no, I'm not going to make that happen. Or no, they're not going to come through in time for whatever I'm asking for. Why would I want to put myself in that position? Because it creates connection. It cre- It's putting me in my feminine. It's it's putting me in a position to open myself up to the things that God has for me. Not even, it isn't so much about even just asking like, oh, okay, because yeah, you can look at it very simply and be like, yeah, go ask, you know, um, let me think of an example here of like something that I would need help with. <laughs> See, now I'm struggling to think, but, oh, for example, for me, like if I want insight on my bit in my business to go ask the male for his perspective of like, this is my business. This is where I'm at. What is your insight? Where do you see changes could be made? How can I like, what are some things that can change that I can thrive in my business better? Like, because how you show up in one area is going to be how you show up in all areas of your life. And if I am being closed off to asking for help in the masculine, then I'm going to be closed off in one day when I go into a relationship with a man. Um, I'm going to be closed off in my relationship to my children. I'm going to be closed off in my business. I'm going to be closed off to all the things that God has for me because as the feminine, you and I are created to receive. Now, let me just give you the real reality of this. If you want if you want to remember that the woman is made to receive, just think about sex. Every time you're like, you want to just give, 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 and you struggle with receiving, remember, sexually, the woman is receiving. Now, not saying the woman doesn't give to the man, but if you're going to go to the body parts of the vagina and the penis, and yes, I said it, the woman receives the man. Now, that is not going into the whole sexual part of this, and I will get into, I do sex episodes. I'm going to be bringing on more speakers later, but a lot of times when I say that to a woman, she's like, oh, and like she gets the image in her and she's like, okay, got it. Because God created the woman to receive. And if the woman can't receive from the masculine, she is blocking her blessings in a lot of areas in her life. That also is showing that the woman doesn't feel safe to receive from God because 
how you show up in your relationship with the masculine, how you show up in all of your relationships, how you show up in life is a direct reflection of your relationship with God. And this is a hidden nugget that a lot of people miss. And a lot of hyper spiritual people do not want to admit this because they get all religious and they're like, I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I know Jesus is the truth, the way and the light. And in my mind, I'm like, can we just can we just drop the spiritual talk for a second? Can you and I just human together? Can you and I just get really raw, real and vulnerable together? Can you like speak from your heart instead of speaking from your head and like justifying and self-righteous in yourself? Because whenever I work with my clients and we start digging down deep and we start getting in the nitty gritty, they will become very open, raw, real, and honest. And they will share that, yes, they don't feel safe with God. Yes, they don't feel safe to receive. Yes, they have been praying for things. And no, they don't feel like they're worthy of it. And no, they don't feel open from their heart. They don't feel like they can give God their heart. But if we go to what is being portrayed from the people. They're like, oh, just trust God and let's just, you know, surrender. Let's just be real as a feminine. If you didn't grow up feeling safe, nurtured, and secure, you don't feel safe to trust God. I can tell you this firsthand from myself. Like God has taken me on a whole new journey when, as he's been stripping me from the hyper independence, that one of my biggest struggles has been surrender. And if you follow my stories, I always joke. Cause I'm like, I'm never, I'm never the daughter of God. That's like, yes, Lord, let me just do your will. I would just love to. And I just dance along and I'm just happy and joyful. No, I'm like, <laughs> You want me to do what? And excuse me. And why do you want? I do not think so. Oh, no, 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 no. We are not doing that. <laughs> you know, nope, Lord, no. And then I like throw a whole two-year-old temper tantrum in the spiritual realm. And then I rebel. I literally do. I will be like, oh, watch me. I'm not doing that. And it's literally like, God's like, child, fine. And once I get over throwing my fit, because what is going on? I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe to trust what God is placing on my heart because I haven't felt safe with the masculine. You already heard earlier in this podcast, like I didn't like to feel safe to like ask and then lean back and trust. So if I'm asking God for something and then to lean back and trust and truly surrender that God's going to make it happen. Or if God is having me do something or just like, for example, out here in Colorado on this trip, God asked me to step away and release. Uh, this is the first time ever <clears throat> in my ever walking life on this earth that I have not been doing a lot of things, even while I'm on vacation. Like in the past, I would have always, if I went out of town, I would work my coaching business. And even though, yes, I'm creating a podcast and I have done a few things here and there, I have wanted to create courses. I have wanted to create so many different things while I'm out here. And God's like, eh, no, mm -mm. I am asking you to trust that where I am taking you is far beyond what you can do. You are always trying to make things happen on your own. And I want you to learn how to trust and how to surrender that I know how to protect and I know how to provide for you. This growth 
has literally been excruciating. You know, when you go to the gym and the next day you can barely like walk and it literally freaking hurts to sit down on the toilet and you're like, and you feel like a granny. This is how this has been for me spiritually. Like half the time my heart is exploding in peace and the other half of it is exploding in terror because I'm like, so you just want me to lean back and trust that you got me. Like really? Literally. You, you, you sure about this Lord? Well, that's also how I'm showing up in my relationships. Hard truth, hard truth and a hard nugget, but I'm sharing this coming from a raw, real and vulnerable place for to help you, to help you get really honest, to help you get really real with yourself. Because I have been praying some really big prayers in my life and God showed me very clearly that in order for you to receive the prayers that you've been praying for, it's going to require you to open your trust, to open your heart and to trust and to surrender. And you don't feel safe yet to trust and to surrender. And how are you going to do that is going to be put in positions where it feels really scary. However, to walk through the fire and learn how to trust and surrender that I've got you, even when you can't see the picture, even when it's not in your hands yet, to trust with a trust in a full confidence, listening to your intuition, knowing that you know that you know, not within your head, but within your heart, that I am working all things out for the greater good to release the control that you continue to try to have in your life. I know that's all that you've ever known, but I need you to let go of it. I feel like the child that has, you know, it's like when you have, when you're a little girl and you have a, (laughs) you have a blankie and your parent is like, no, you can't take that out in public. And you're like hanging on for dear life because it's like your security blanket. And you're like, and they're like, no, it's not appropriate because you're like way beyond your age and you just want to hold on to your blankie because it's what makes you feel safe. It's what makes you feel secure. It's what, you know, the world is a scary place when you're a little girl. Well, that's how I feel currently on like releasing this chunk because there's different, there's like so many different parts and pieces of the hyper independence that God has stripped me from. And I see this in women all around me. And this is why, and I see this in, I mean, granted, yeah, right now I'm not in a relationship, but so don't disregard yourself if you're married, because I see this in a lot of married women as well. I'll just do it. I'll just drive. I'll just do this because my man doesn't take care of me. Or, you know, I've asked him so many different times to do something and he never listens to me. My needs and my desires don't matter to him anyways. And what I want to say about all of that one is it's in where you're communicating from, how you're communicating it. And I know we all hear communication is like a big key, but it really is. And something that isn't talked about enough and isn't taught about enough. And I'm going to teach on this. I'm most likely going to do a course on this one yet is the place that you're communicating it from. If you're communicating it from a wounded place, if you're communicating it from a place of distrust your man feels that he hears that and it's not going to well land with him it emasculates him as the woman when you drop in your heart if you express yourself to your man and you fully 
trust. And while yes, he does need to be in his masculine to lead in that way. But once you begin to trust and surrender that he's going to do, because men love to perform, men love to serve. A real masculine man loves to bring what you desire to the table. <laughs> that is where he's. And so digging in your belief system and all of that. And that is where, when I work with you one-on-one, we get rid of those deep, deep beliefs with inside of yourself. And that's one thing that I was even doing. And that's where God showed me, you know, the whole palette story even is you're communicating coming from a place of not believing and not trusting. And it's dropping in your heart, letting go of that story and believing the best in the men in your life, believing that they want to come through for you, believing that they, they want to serve you, believing that they want to help you. And trust me, I am learning that men will move mountains for you if you ask. The key is if you ask coming from a place of love, coming from a place of trust and coming from a place of truly knowing that the man wants to bring that forward because what we focus on is what we find. And so coming all back to this of like being stripped where I was saying of me, of God stripping my hyper independence and just taking me to the independent version (laughs) of myself is a whole next level. It's, it's requiring me to surrender and surrender happens in the body. And this is another thing that isn't in the church is enough is, and I see this all around and it used to be me. Why well, here surrender to God, surrender to God. How do I surrender? Well, because you have to look at the world that we're living in, you have to look at what's a bit, we're not living in the 1800s anymore where women were show, they were showing up differently. So the word surrender was a much easier process for them. We are now living in 2023 where the women are conditioned in their head. They don't feel safe in their bodies and they are just like I was, for example, in my hypermasculine. So when you say surrender to me, and I'm like trying to surrender something through my head, it's not going to happen because I have now been conditioned in a hyper-focused way. I have now been conditioned in my whole nervous system. You say surrender and my nervous system is like, a, it comes out with the guns a-blazing because it doesn't feel safe. It didn't feel safe ever. And one of the biggest missing links in teaching people how to, for men, surrender is very different. I'm hitting this with the women. If you are struggling to surrender, it's because you don't feel safe in your nervous system. And that is why I feel like the churches could get to go deeper in how they're teaching and how they're helping people. Because I am getting a lot of the people who feel like they're going slipping through the cracks and they're feeling lost because they don't feel safe to express because what's going on is they express what they're struggling with and they get scripture placed in their face. Scripture is extremely powerful and it is a firm foundation for where you are going and what you need. And it is absolutely a part of your life. However, If you don't feel safe within your body, we are living in 2023 where women are overstimulated. They are coming from their head. They're trying to do it all. They don't feel safe to rely. They don't know how to come from their heart. And you tell her to surrender. You give her some scriptures and the same goes for men, but just at a different rate. All she's going to do is go home 
or go on with her life and question why is she feeling disconnected from God? Why are things not working? Why are her prayers not being answered? Why does she feel like nothing is changing? Because your nervous system holds memories. Your nervous system literally holds emotions. What happened to you as a child, if it's triggered up here as an adult, your body does not know the difference between then and now. That's why when I was sharing about how I grew up and not to ask, it was never safe for me to, because I got, because I, and I love my mama, she's in heaven. She's having a wonderful time with Jesus. This is not against her. I'm just being raw and real. But when I asked for something or expressed myself as a child from a very hypercritical mother, I was shamed. I was wronged. I was guilted and I was shut down. So as an adult, because that was wounded masculine coming out of her as an adult for me to show up with the masculine and present that felt like a threat to my whole nervous system. And that also showed up in my relationship with God. It was like, why would I ask? Because my whole nervous system has holds all the emotions of what it felt back there. So it is learning how to heal your nervous system. Feel the woman has got to feel safe in her body. She just, if a woman does not feel safe in her body, she's not going to surrender to the man that she's with. She's not going to surrender to God. She is going to shut down parts and pieces of herself, which trickles into health conditions, hormones, thyroids, menstrual, um, birth, like pregnancies, all of the different things. It's going to start, start popping up and showing up in every different direction. And like I said, I'll do a, I'll do a health one yet and i'll express a little bit behind the scenes giving you the bigger picture of what's going on and why things are happening the way that they are and how you can step back into taking authority over your health and like undoing the things that have been conditioned in you and just maybe some of the belief system of learning how to listen to your body and i also did you an episode earlier um that was amazing that I did an interview with emily and a lot of you really loved it but so what i want to say is if you feel like this episode really resonated with you, you have a masculine shield, you struggle to allow people in, you struggle to, and I, I ask you to just be really honest because I see this a lot too. And it kind of hurts my heart for the people because, so I see this a lot. I'll ask, do you feel safe asking for help? Yeah, yeah, I, I can ask for help. I don't have a problem. I ask my husband all the time for help or yeah, I ask my girlfriends for help. But the tone that you say it is very different. There's not a truth. There's a very rigidness coming out. And also what I see and I hear a lot from these very same women, I feel overwhelmed. I feel burnt out. I feel like I'm doing it all. Well, if you're feeling all of these things, that's a significant sign that you don't feel safe to ask for help. You don't, you don't know how to release control to allow other people to come in and to support you and to love you and to nurture you and to be there with you because the feminine also needs like community and masculine does too. Let me just verify that real quick. But this isn't just even in your relationships with like the masculine. This is also allowing people to come in and to support you and to walk with you in your vulnerabilities. Another thing that I want to point out that I've gotten a lot is I have no problem being vulnerable. 
And then I'll begin to ask some questions like, how are you feeling about this? And how is your life this way? And I'll get very surface answers. And I'm like, okay, okay. And so as we begin to dig deeper and I begin to get emotional responses, like, what is it that you truly desire? What is it that you, where do you feel like there's a disconnect between you and God? Where do you feel alone in your life? Where do you feel like, Jesus isn't hearing you or Jesus isn't walking with you. And I begin to share my heart on where I've been and what I struggle with. Then all of a sudden, a whole nother realm of vulnerability comes out of these people. And a lot of times we are so taught and trained and conditioned to give surface answers that we're not even aware that we're not being vulnerable. We're not even aware that we're not being honest. And so just ask yourself the question and God's going to reveal this to you. Where am I not being honest with myself? Where do I not feel safe to truly look at some of the things? God, what is it that you want to open up in my life? And you want to, what belief system am I believing that is putting a wall between you and I and what you have for me. Because remember, the woman is created to receive. And if you don't feel safe in your heart and your body to receive, you are automatically going to shut those things down. And I don't say this because coming from a place of like, oh my gosh, I've learned how to receive. I got to learn how to receive. Say this from a place of just, so maybe if you feel frustrated or you're just like discouraged or you feel like God isn't hearing your prayers, then asking yourself, how open am I to receiving? How do, do I feel worthy? Do I feel like my desires are worthy of being heard? Am I allowing myself to share my deepest desires with God and those around me that I feel safe with? Because a lot of times we don't even feel safe with those deep with like deep and not deep within, but that are close to us. So that being said, I want to remind you that you're incredible. You're a queen. You are a daughter of a king. And that you are created to do incredible things. And if you want to go deeper and you really want to experience life at a whole new level and being in your feminine, I have a link in my Instagram bio where I do, you get to, um, ugh, my brain is like, where you, you get to schedule a call breakthrough through transformation. And then we get to see how you and I get to work together. And maybe it's not one-on-one. Maybe it's one of my courses. In the meantime, I just want you to know that you are made to thrive and to not survive. And God has so much more for you. And that it is safe for you to be you and that you are an incredible gift to this world and to those around you and keep rocking it out. Thank you so much for tuning in to Unchained and Untamed. I'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that God has created you to be. It's time to take the next step on your transformational journey. Apply what you've learned and know that I am here to support you every step of the way. I'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.